Welcome to No Substance. It's uh, September 21st. <laughs> it's um, birthday week, B-week, yeah. as they say. Um, and yeah, I'm Grace. We've been gone for a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. So long maybe, you, maybe you don't remember us. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the school got the best of us. Senior year. These credits, these, this job hunting, it got the best of us. <laughs> more about that later. More about, more about that later. Um, anyway, I'm Grace, as always. Um, ladies, do you have any recs for me this week? Me as always, you're week? Grace, and as always, I'm Christina. And newly. Um, and newly. And newly, I'm Lindsay. <laughs> newly, it hits different after three weeks of not recording, I will say. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, basically, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> We're in my bedroom recording for the first time. They Her witchy bedroom. They won't stop. Like sage. I burn sage. I lit a candle. I wanted a nice ambiance for this. So help me God. They <laughs> they came in here. They're like, what is this? I offer my room, and they're hating. So I'm fine. I'm basically fine. And do I have recommendations? I will. One thing that I will not recommend is Sauvignon Blanc, Francia. <laughs> I will not recommend I, that. The worst of I all time. that recommendation. Um, that anti-recommendation. Yes. Anything um, good that you Anything good. <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc, obviously not. Um, okay, so as you may remember, Grace and I watched Game of Thrones this summer and we finally finished it, or at least I did. <laughs> I, I did. And now I'm going back and listening to the Binge Mode podcast, mm -hmm. um, Game of Thrones, and I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed. We, Grace and I also listen to the Harry Potter um, Binge Mode, and they go through each episode, and they give you background, and it's just, I love consuming so much content about something that it's annoying and now I can do that because I've seen all of Game of Thrones and now I can listen to like probably 120 episodes yeah. of podcasts about it. Yeah because they're very spoilery which I like because they connect everything together and they have structure which is fun so like you always know what every episode is going to be. It's just it's fun. I love it. Would second that. Second that recommendation. Okay Lynn's rec. Hit us. Um, I'm also fine. <laughs> um, it's a Monday, so I think Mondays are scarier than Sundays now. Mm. And I don't know why. Mondays feel really, like, long. Yeah, they do feel long. I have an 8 a.m. the next day, so I feel spooked every Monday night, mm -hmm. but... Mm -hmm. No, I get that. 8 a.m.s are scary because you can't, like, do anything before no, 8 a.m. Like, no. You just have to face the world the next day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, my recommendation, I also was going to do an anti-recommendation, but I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, that's for later, listeners. That's maybe in a month. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in a year from now I'll do that. But, um, mine is eyeliner. I <laughs> seriously think I went, like, four years without wearing eyeliner. Yeah. Because I just had th this idea in my head that I looked bad with it and mm -hmm. that it made my eyes look small. And then I don't wear it every day because we're not like going anywhere. But you know, when we have like our little like get togethers with our housemates on Saturdays, I'll throw it on and I'm like, I actually like it. I actually like eyeliner. So I was a hater. You're a hater and now you're not. So if you've never heard of eyeliner, 
try it out. Get try it out. If you think it makes your eyes look small, maybe you were just bad at it in middle school. Yeah. You know? And me, I've been on the eyeliner train since sophomore year of high school. So That's true. I haven't stopped. That's uh, true. Now Christina's using the same eyeliner as me, so maybe I'm the pro. I don't know. My recommendation is, I have two. One, um, mail. It's my favorite activity of the day. <laughs> I, we have a little mail key, and we have a little, like, shared mailbox at the end of the street. And I absolutely check three times a day, even though I know the mail doesn't come until like 4 p.m. Because you get to walk down the street, um, you get to get outside, see some sights. And as you've heard from other episodes, we've been poshing like crazy. We've been poshing. So honestly, I forget what I buy because it's so cheap. And then it arrives and it's very exciting. Like this week, I got a tiny Ikea bag that is actually the size of less than smaller than my hand smaller than your hand if you've seen the tiny lizzo bag yeah that's what it is absolutely that size it can clip to your belt you can Mm -hmm. hold it um i put chips in it and it's delightful and it matches my ikea hat made of the same tarpy ikea bag material and then okay my other recommendation is this podcast food psych that is by the author of this book i really liked called anti-diet and it's all about how diet culture is literally in everything we do. And it's so interesting because you never think about it. And then she has a podcast where she just has a guest on every week. And like, they just talk about different aspects of diet culture. It's very interesting. She answers questions. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoy it. Yeah. We love, we love podcasts. So we always love a good diet culture. Oh yeah. We hate diet culture. So those are our recommendations, um, but let's let's get into a little pop culture, ladies. Okay. Say, not pop culture, very devastating. Um, yeah. Icon died this week with Barry Ginsburg, and the future is scary. But that is not what this podcast is for. We all know the future is scary. It's mm-hmm. um, terrible to think about, and it's sad <laughs> that she died. And so we're gonna talk about the Emmys. So we're going to talk about the Emmys, but uh, rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, yeah. yeah. Linz, any words of send, send off to her? I mean, rest in peace. I, it, honestly, I feel like normally they come out with when she's like sick or yeah. falls. Yeah. Well, that's, so I had no I idea. Well, that was the thing. I listened to The Daily about it, and they said that this summer her children had moved in with her and that's when they knew like some people only a couple people knew that but they knew it was serious when like her adult children yeah. moved back mm-hmm. in with her mm-hmm. um so yeah I think it would just came as a shock and obviously we're less than two months to the election so yeah, yeah. but now to the Emmys. The, yeah. Emmys the Emmys okay can we just say that our favorite show did amazing <laughs> We talked about it for like 10 minutes when the Emmy noms came out, and now we were, we were so happy. They it was sweeped. great to see. They, they literally did. Lindsay. They sweeped. <laughs> guess what? Um, I am not an English reader. I guess, um, yes. If you couldn't tell. Okay. And they had a gorgeous little party, which as an aside, I wanted to say, I'm obsessed with how everyone had their own little party. Yes, it's probably a waste of COVID test. But I just liked the concept of them, yeah. like, each show having its own little celebration rather than, like, the ceremony. Because I don't care for the ceremony, but it was really fun to see all the content that was, mm-hmm. like, at people's little celebrations. Yeah, I think that was great. I think it was, I mean, 
yes, there are obviously a lot of COVID tests, but I mean, Schitt's Creek has three family members right in yeah. it, so they're Do probably you think they live together. Too? No, I don't think they live they together. Probably see they probably see They're probably. I'm yeah. not saying that they're probably in the same COVID bubble already. That's probably like that's true. what I'm true. thinking. Can we talk about the hazmat suits? Oh my god! Same. Okay, did you see this guy Rami? Like his show is Rami, and he lost, and he posted the video of an intern in a hazmat suit walking away with the Emmy because he didn't win. But they, like, were at his house. Wait, who was, whose house was this? Rami Youssef, I think. Oh, his show wait. was Rami. So they were there just in yeah, case he had because, it? because, like, otherwise it would be really delayed reaction to getting your Emmy. But, like, they were there. That's <laughs> so funny. Wait, what was Rami, uh... Uh, I thought he did win for something. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. I don't know. Maybe someone else who wrote her show did or something. Okay. But okay. Never mind. Apparently he um, lost But that's so and, and funny. she saw the hazard suit leave. That's so funny. He posted it on Twitter. Everyone should look it up. It was okay. crazy. Um, I, whose outfit did you guys like best? I, I have my opinion. What are you guys thinking? Uh, I didn't see that many, but I was, I love Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I just, like, I love everything she does. Her outfits are always amazing. So yeah. I just, I was looking forward to seeing it, and she didn't disappoint. I feel like I didn't look at the outfits that much. Like, I think because they were having, mm-hmm. like, individual parties. Yes. I feel like people, some people had really great outfits, and some, I think. Just didn't yeah, care as just much. Just didn't really care yeah. as much. That's but funny. honestly, I'll say it. Paul Mezcal looked <laughs> incredible. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. stunning. And he's stunning. With Justice Plant, it was insane. Everyone had their celebrations, and he was, like, like alone, alone on yeah. his yeah. camera. Yes. He was wearing Louis Vuitton. Yeah, yes. Um, I will say Billy Porter always shows up with great outfits. He did not disappoint, despite um, he was the only person nominated for Pose, I want to say. Yeah. Or maybe, or was um, Ryan Murphy? Maybe oh, he, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But, um, he had this gorgeous, like, white outfit. He had all of these beautiful rings on and, Love like, jewelry. Um, and he put on, like, this great Instagram story of documenting, like, the whole getting ready process. Um, so we just love Billy Porter. He had a great fit. Um, also, Dan Levy, he wore an amazing, like, suit top and then skirt. Yes, oh, he killed Yes. David Rose, incredible. Yes, it was great. So I wasn't disappointed. Also, we didn't even talk about Zendaya. Yeah, yeah. she looked great. She looked great. She had two stunning outfits. I, like, thought you guys were both going to say Zendaya. So oh. I didn't say her, but no, uh, no. We, her video of her winning is so cute. I love her hair, like, the pile mm-hmm. on top of her head. It was gorgeous. We're happy for her. I didn't realize that she was the youngest. That's crazy mm-hmm. to me. What, how much older is she than us? She's, like, 23. 24. Okay. 24. A little bit older, I think. But she's, yeah. like, not, like, she's young, but she's not, like, no. so crazy young. I was surprised that she was the youngest. Yeah. Ever, but, but just think, ever. like, people, they always cast people older than they actually play. That's so true. So. And also, I think it was um, youngest in a lead, so maybe, okay. like, supporting actors. Too, yeah. But. That makes sense. Okay, should we wrap up the Emmys? Yeah. Anything else to say? It was gorgeous. No, no. And then I think a final little aside for pop culture, just an important thing that we noticed. We talked about walk a lot last time. And yeah. Now, what has happened? But the divorce. The divorce. I'm really happy that Cardi B divorce offset. Their relationship has always been super toxic. Yeah. And while while I can appreciate the art that Migos mm-hmm. provides us, I guess. Yes. I think Cardi is out of his league. Yeah. What What is their um, daughter's name? Oh, Culture. Culture. Because they did say that in the statement. They're like, divorce statement. They're like, we're yeah. going to continue to put culture first. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. I don't know how old she is. What, like three or four? 
Oh she's maybe younger. Maybe like she's two like or three. So oh really? Yeah. Okay. They, they really weren't together for that long. No, no. Was, I just feel. Also, I thought they like broke up. I. They did. He cheated on. It her. was just tumultuous. Okay. He like. Yeah, I just thought she was her. pregnant so long ago, but I guess it just everything seems like a time I loved vortex. Her pregnancy. Yes, photos. they were so, so good. good. Oh, she's two. She's and two. She has her own Instagram as of today. So as of today, I don't love when babies have Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. freaks me out. Yeah, but, I have nothing more to say about that. But, but good for Cardi. Yep, we're happy to, for her to end that. Um, um, and then I'm just gonna briefly mention because <laughs> Lindsay had no idea. Um, so if you didn't see, Carol Baskin was on Dancing with the Stars, which many people found controversial because many people believed she killed her husband. Can we just say that? I mean, if you watched Tiger King, yeah. like, the facts are there. The facts are there. <laughs> and the thing is, so, like, she was on Dancing with the Stars, and right afterwards, there was a commercial break, and literally the family of her ex-husband, Don Lewis, paid for a, a commercial to be like if you have inter- any information about the the disappearance of our father contact us yeah. and it was literally crazy they like went through like all of his daughters and his assistant and be like please contact us there was he was there with a lawyer like set like call us at this number isn't that I... so crazy okay i love that yeah not that i love that don lewis is dead I love that they are like no, she should not. They were be like, like absolutely not. Yeah, like because they clear it's clearly like sh- she was the only person that they thought could have done it. And if you've watched Tiger King, which if you've been in quarantine, you probably have, but it just it's so clear. And when you've got like three daughters and an assistant all being like she's the only option, you know. Yeah, she just also is. I mean, there's a lot of. I think everyone on that show kind of sucks, but she just is, like, you can tell she's manipulative. And yep. Like, there's something off. There's something yeah. off. So, but I just thought that the people should know, yeah. because if Lindsay didn't know, maybe other yeah, people didn't know. Yeah, no, I didn't know, and I'm glad you told me. Yeah. And I'm here to represent those who started Tiger King and didn't finish it, but did know because they're on Twitter a lot, and also <laughs> think that Carol Baskin was very manipulative. She gave me really bad vibes. Um, yeah. I didn't really get to the part about her murder and her husband. Oh, so you didn't, to say you didn't watch the the reunion show after the season <laughs> came out? I did. You did? As a family? As a family? Um, I think, like, Holly, Matt, Noah, and okay. I. My mom, and I don't think we like Tiger no. King that much. No, my, my family wouldn't watch it because they were like, we're not gonna, they're like, animal, animal abuse. abuse. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. Okay. Well, any, any other pop culture tidbits, lades? Tidbits, lades? I think we've, uh, We've said quite enough. We said quite enough for today. Okay, let's just go on with the next thing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we're back with our main segment, and it's coming at you live. We really haven't talked much about this, but I think, like, we didn't do any a lot of prep for this episode. Um, As you may have noticed, we haven't recorded in weeks. (laughs) Um, and that's gorgeous and fine. And gorgeous and fine. Don't comment about it. Thank no, you. <laughs> no, because we're actually going to be talking about probably why we haven't recorded yeah. um, in this little segment because we're talking about dealing with stress, especially during COVID, but just overall and just being at such a weird place in our lives where it's like our senior year, we want to enjoy it, but we also have to like think about the future and what we want to do and all that entails. Um, 
so I think personally, you know, I was obviously very stressed at home trying to figure out like my internship or just like living at home, but being here, it's figuring out how to do my schoolwork and like balance friends, but also not being super connected with campus because we're not living there, mm-hmm. which I think is different. It adds a different kind of stress. It's like, yeah. I'm, are we just completely missing out on our senior year? Yeah, I think it's different coming back to, I feel like my stressors changed. Like, yeah, like you said, agree. I think in the summer I was, I definitely was not as stressed as I am now because oh <laughs> you just, I don't know. I literally was just living at home. I mm-hmm. felt like I had so much time to do things. <laughs> it wasn't, I was taking classes and doing an internship, but I didn't feel like mm-hmm. there was hard deadlines. I don't know. I didn't feel pressed for time, but being here, I just feel like I'm constantly doing work or mm-hmm. school or homework and also trying to take time to like work out and do things for myself. But the days just, they fly by they and fly by. you're like what did I even do today like yeah. I every night I'm like going through like all the things I mm-hmm. did or didn't get done and mm-hmm. I don't know it's just I don't know I think anyone who's been in college or is in college knows that the stressors are just different I don't know yeah and I think I can speak for all of us in saying that the future is obviously very unknown because we're seniors but also just like we literally don't know what's going to happen with COVID. Like, we don't know if we'll ever be able to work a job in person, like, for a while. We're never going to be able to travel. Like, we're never going to be able to do all these things that we planned for. And Mm -hmm. we also, like, the world feels very precarious, like, politically and, like, socially, like, social justice. Like, it just feels like everything is very unsure. And so, I don't know. I just feel like it's just an added pressure. And I think everyone in the world is like feeling that. Yeah. I I would add on to that like exactly like yeah, so sometimes I just feel like I'm not doing enough, but then other times I'm, I feel so overwhelmed by things and I think also with that it's just like I'm like okay, I'm stuck here in my home. I can't like go anywhere to help people and like I, we talked about this last episode that my my love language is acts of service so that's what I like to do and so I just I feel that I'm not doing enough but I know that I can't right now I just can't do more you know we are limited by what can happen I think yeah no I think I've been thinking about related to love languages is that I think one of my love languages is quality time like Mm -hmm. what I give to people because I feel like when I'm around people I try to like be present in there and I I don't know there's there'll be like certain days where I'm like was I even like talking to my friends enough was I there <laughs> yeah. like was I really yeah. distant or mm-hmm. have I been distancing myself because I need to get stuff done and I couldn't like go for a walk or yeah. watch yeah. tv or something and so <laughs> it's just hard when you mm-hmm. literally live with people and it's it's so easy to like I think it's easy to like polarize yourself sometimes in your Mm -hmm. room, but also to like spend too much time with your friends and not get stuff done. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think Mm -hmm. it's just hard to find the balance between like actually taking time because like just because you live with people doesn't mean you're having like actual like genuine good Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. And I think like today, like I had just like kind of a bad day, like in my room all day, I like had all my classes online. I just felt, like, stressed, and then, like, this evening, like, we all kind of cooked at the same time, and, like, 
we were able to chat after Lindsay and I went to a job fair and like I think that was just like something I really needed and I like forget that even though you live with someone like an interaction in the kitchen like just like saying hi or saying good morning mm-hmm. like, is not really enough like you no. do need to still put effort into these friendships even though we're like yeah right yeah like yeah. living with each other I I think that since we live with each other something that we used to do is we would not be with each other and then we'd we'd all be in a meal and we could yeah. like share what we'd done mm-hmm. yeah. and share what we'd been up to or we'd all see each other in the dorms later at night yeah. and like be able to like give updates but since we're not leaving mm-hmm. not that many things are happening to us that you're not yes, seeing you're not seeing and so there's not much to talk about other than things that we've all <laughs> experienced <laughs> together yeah. yeah no so I don't know yeah and I think at least for me, this past week actually was really good for me because I think I finally like solidified my schedule of how I do things. And I think that was really beneficial, even though like we're, we're almost halfway through the semester and it took me that long. It doesn't feel real, but it took me that long to figure out, okay, this is when I'm getting up. I'm going to campus to do this. And I think that was really helpful. And I think I felt I am such a person that needs a schedule and like this is what I'm doing. I lay it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think having that last week, I felt like relief from that. I don't know. No, yeah. I get you. I'm the same way. I had conversations with my parents about this before, but I need routine and I need, I am like very systematic. I think about mm-hmm. like the way I do my days sometimes. And so I would agree. I think honestly, I'm just starting to maybe get into routine. I think that's why I felt super uneasy the past couple months is because, well, not months, but like month and a half since we started school is like, I don't feel like I've had a very good like schedule. I feel like I haven't been like disciplined enough. I don't know. I totally agree. I feel like I'm not in a routine even now. I feel like my things are shifting around. Like last week, one of my classes that's supposed to be in person ended up being online every day. And then it was online again today. And I just feel like it's stressful because I felt like I kind of got my schedule down. And then now it's like back in flux. And I just have a really hard time being in my room or being online. I think everyone does, but I just like find it hard to stay focused. And I feel like every minute that I'm not on Zoom, I'm like, oh my God, like I need to relax from being Mm -hmm. on Zoom. But it's just like, I can't do that. Like I have to do work and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I feel like if I can get my schedule a little more solidified, I think that would make a big difference. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I think that's the thing. I've been having these random meetings. Like I went to one today and I was like, oh shoot, it's messing up my schedule. But I was like, I think because I reached that kind of like calm, I'm like, okay, it's fine if I don't have a workout today. Like it's not the end of the world. Like I would rather go to this meeting and like it was something that was important to me. So I'd rather go to that than have a workout. And I think sometimes like when you're in such a headspace where you're so stressed about everything that that like one thing can turn you off and be like, Oh my God, like everything's out of control. I don't have time for everything. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to just be like, frankly, I'm not going to work out today. Or frankly, I'm not going to get to all the readings in the, for this class. And it's like, honestly, you're probably not going to get to discuss them in class anyway. So it's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're in that stressed and overwhelmed mindset, that kind of thing can like set you off a little bit. Yeah, I just think I, I've definitely experienced that in the past. I just think, like, I haven't even gotten to that point because it just feels like I don't have those, like, set times where it's, like, oh, I was gonna, like, I always work out at this time. Like, I feel like I just, like, don't have anything set because 
things keep changing. I've had a lot of weird meetings, a lot of like little group projects or just like little things that are taking up time that have just been like kind of stressful. So I like, I just like feel like I really need to like schedule things in for myself. Like I am going to work at it this time just so it's like, it is a part of your routine then, because I think it's just like becoming where it's like, I'm never going to do it if I don't schedule it in because. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everyone struggles with fitting in different things like in their life. Like for me, surprisingly, since being here, working out has been something that I feel like I've prioritized and Mm -hmm. I have that scheduled down, but other things I've not prioritized. I don't know. I think that's something that's helped me is like taking my days day by day. I think that when I really just like look at the whole week, I think that can be a little bit if you constantly look at the whole week, you're just thinking way too far ahead. It's good to know what's coming, mm-hmm. but I think that like waking up in the morning, just checking your schedule for the day, taking each class or meeting or like work shift, like one at a time really helps. And like just staying present in those because I'll be like, Oh my God, I don't get a break until four today. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think that that helps just like trying to stay present in each thing I think that just makes it go by faster and overwhelming. How how are you guys like thinking about the future with all of this? Like you've been able to figure out your day by day, like I'm going to get through it. But what about adding in thinking about like next year and finding jobs and like, is that overwhelming? Are you able to like be like, this is, I'm not going to let it stress me out so much. I would say my problem is that I can use planning or thinking about the future to like procrastinate doing work now like I can think because it's easy to like go on a job search and look at interesting jobs that I think I might want to do like it obviously gets harder when you're interviewing or when you're actually trying to apply but like it's fun for me to think about the future especially right now when I don't have any like any plans I have no idea what's going to happen and it feels like far away enough that it's still exciting but I think it's been a way for me to like procrastinate doing work that needs to be done now because it's just like more stressful to think about something due tomorrow when it's like I could Mm -hmm. be like oh like look at this cool company that Mm -hmm. like I might work at someday like I don't know so I think the future hasn't been that stressful to me other than I do really like to plan and like think about the future and everything feels like that it just feels like there is no future right now like Mm -hmm. I can't look past like November I can't look past January like I don't Mm -hmm. know what's gonna come so I think that is the most stressful part for me is just not being able to plan because I love to plan for the future. I don't know. I think that I think I've handled it like well and also not so well sometimes. <laughs> I I think that I've the one way I've handled it with just like is staying really positive about like the recruiting process and I'm like very into like manifestation and so I talk about that a lot with like my parents or like mentors I have in my life and I know that I'm going to get a job this Mm -hmm. fall and that I'll be working somewhere and I'll be happy with that next year and I think just staying positive that I've also tried to be really meaningful about the things I do to prepare for recruiting and making sure that I'm you know, I have my resume in the best shape it can be in. I'm, I'm turning in like quality applications. I'm not just applying to things like willy nilly and mm-hmm. not, I don't want to waste my time on something that I wouldn't actually be happy yeah. doing. So 
I think you're, you're taking the time to be more critical of being like, this is something that I would enjoy yeah. uh, rather than being like stressed out. It's like, I need to send out as many applications mm-hmm. as possible. Rather be like, no, I'm going to, I want these types of jobs. So I'm going to put the effort it is. Yeah. 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 No, that's exactly true. And like, I think just for me, like, I'm like, I know that I put the work in the past three years and I, that I do deserve. And I think that like all of our friends deserve Mm -hmm. to work at a place that you're actually happy with and that you'll enjoy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really do believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. I, so that's what I remind myself when I get stressed. Doesn't mean that I haven't had little panic no. attacks about it. No, that's what I was thinking. I like what you said about like, I've been working hard at school for the last three years and it shows. Yeah. Like yeah. it shows. And I'm, I was looking at my resume today, trying to update it. And I was like, oh my God, I've done a lot mm-hmm. of stuff mm-hmm. and I have a lot of in- experience in different things. And I think like, I just hadn't looked at it in a while, obviously, like, since I applied for my internship this summer, and so I looked at it, and I was like, oh, I do have this experience that I, like, forget about, and I worked hard, I've taken interesting and important classes for what I want to do, and so I think, you know, that, even though that was just a little thing, even though I haven't even started, like, everything that I'm looking at is not until way later, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that was just like, oh, like I am capable of getting a job and doing something that I will enjoy. Even if it's not making a ton of money, you know, that's mm-hmm. fine. But I know that like I will do something that is important and makes me happy. Or if it doesn't, you know, it'll be experience that I learn from and then I go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's I, learning. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that you you learn that as you go through college like no one gets everything they apply for no no one's path is perfect and also like it's our first job like yeah this does not have to be where you spend no. your whole yeah, life that's the most important thing that I can stress to the listeners and to everybody like our age is like you don't need to find the perfect job. Like, yes, I do believe that, like, we all want to find a job that we're happy at, and I do think that's really possible, but also, like, it's not the end of the world if you don't love your first job. Like, it's just not that big of a deal. You can get other jobs. Like, not every job has to be the one that gives you the most experience or the one that, like, pays you the most. Like, just like you were saying, like, you'll learn something from every job, and it's okay if you look at a job, you get accepted, you think it'll be fine, and you don't love it. Like, that's just not that big of a deal. So I think it's important to, like, not... But it's hard, up, yeah. Like, it's hard to have that, like, wider view or, like, be able to, like, move backwards. What does it look? Look at it from a bird's eye view yeah. and, like, be like, oh, you know, this no, is fine. I, mean, I definitely think it's hard because we're so young that everything feels so important. But, like, I think it's just, like, it's been good to remind myself that, like, if I don't end up somewhere that I love, like, that's okay. Like, it just, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's one job. It's six months out of my life. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. I am capable of applying for things. I'm capable of going after things that I want. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't end up in the best place at first, like, that's fine. Because I just think there's a lot of pressure um, from, I don't know, just, like, all channels that it's, like, you have to, like, interview for everything and, like, apply for all the best things. And, like, maybe it's a company you've never heard of, or maybe it's, um, in a field you didn't think you'd be working in, but, like, you never know, so. Yeah, you never know. Um, 
I don't know how long we've been talking, but maybe we just chat quick about like little things that we do to deal with stress that like, I don't know, might we, the other people might not use. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, and I can pause too if you need a second to think. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I mentioned, like I, I feel like I prioritize working out because it really does help with my anxiety a lot and I enjoy it and I always feel better and it centers me and it gives you something else to think about other than like what you're stressed about. And sometimes I feel like I have a lot of like mental clarity while I work out and I'll like solve a problem or do something. So that honestly also calling my parents really centers me. I think that they probably know me. There's some of the people that know me the best and they know like how I think. And so they also, I feel like are really grounding and aren't, don't like stress me out more. Mm -hmm. They're just there to listen and yeah support me and that's really nice be be cheerleaders yeah I would say that working out for me is kind of a stressor because it feels like there's a lot of pressure to always fit in a workout and I think I always worry that I'm like not doing enough or like I'm not going to get that in so Mm -hmm. for me it's more about like going on walks just getting outside has been so key for me like I love walking on campus even if it's like very short like just getting outside I love walking with other people I love walking alone listening to a podcast like a bike ride walk is just my favorite thing, probably. Yeah, I agree. I do love walks, but I also, one thing I really love is showers. Showers are my favorite thing. I take a shower every single night. There was only like two nights of quarantine where I did not take a shower before I go to bed. And I just like feel like it just renews me. And I'm like, okay, I will get out of this clean and get tucked into bed, and it will be so nice, and it won't, I, I know that I'll be, like, warm and cuddly, I don't know, that just, like, yeah. it relieves everything from the day for me, yeah, um, I think it's also a r- routine thing, but it just, I love that feeling of, like, getting into bed clean, and then I know the next morning, like, I'm clean, and I'm ready for the day, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know if you guys have heard of showering, but maybe try it. Yeah, recommendation. <laughs> showering. I know some people hate it, but for me, just, I don't know. I don't know. Anything last to say about stress? No, I just want to say that it's a, it's a process. And I, I think we're all kind of stressed and like we're not mm-hmm. acting like we are perfect zen. Like we're not. We're very stressed. Every day is different. Like today I was really, I don't know, I just had a bad day, but now I'm feeling better talking with my, my pals, and it's just, like, you're never gonna have a perfect, especially right now, it's just on and off, so it's always a process. I think also, like, asking people for help and opening Mm -hmm. up, I think is really, you know, like, don't be ashamed to be vulnerable about your stress. Yeah. Also, like, if you have anxiety, like, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's, like, stress is one thing, but ex- anxiety and dis- depression is yeah. another thing, and we're so, not trying to conflate them no, in no. any way. A shower is not going to No, it's not going to heal those things, and, like, I think we're all, like, at a process of, like, oh, like, this is actually a mental health issue, or mm-hmm. is this just the situation, and I think that's a good thing to realize with yourself and maybe your friends or people you trust. Um, but yeah, I think we are all managing our stress and for me, it was a good day. So that was great for me, but it hasn't been great days every day for like the past 
no. for my entire life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, better stop poshing, Grace. Yeah, better stop poshing because we're about to run. Grace, get off your phone. I was not poshing during the recording. recording to be of course honest. it is. I was not poshing during recording, pals. Um, but the second the record button stopped, yes, I was poshing. She couldn't stand talking to us for another minute. She had to start poshing. Uh, that's facts. Um, what are we ranting about? Well, it's been a hot minute since we've had a rant. Um, but yeah. this is something. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hot minute since we've done anything. anything um, um, but something that we feel very passionately about <laughs> Is fake anniversaries. Um, <laughs> you know, we're not gonna even differentiate. Like, you know what a fake anniversary is. There are year anniversaries. There are even some months that matter. Like, you know when it doesn't matter. I just, you know, I just am like, I think that you get a six month. Yep. Yeah, a one year, and then you only get years. And after then it's that. years. And then it's years. after that. I. I I don't care if you celebrate it, but I have to, if I have to see it on social media. <laughs> I just think that you can celebrate each other as often as you want in different ways for different things, whatever. But mm-hmm. like, why do you have to make up arbitrary days that don't matter? Yeah. Like, or like, this is at no one in particular. It is at people. It is the people that do this. It's at yeah. <laughs> but we honestly, we wrote down this rant topic a really long time ago. Don't even remember who it was for. For so, but if you ever had someone be like. Oh my god, sorry, I can't hang out. I'm celebrating my like seven month. I was literally yeah, gonna say seven. Seven, it's seven months. Seven like, months. It's, it's the it's seven, just, it's the nine. It's, it's the odd number. It's yeah. just I I the don't, ten months. The months, ten months. Like, uh, I'm like, just say you're going on a date with your yeah, significant other. Just go on a date. Just, just like, sorry, I can't. I'm not going on a date, not yes. I'm celebrating my seven months. Also, tonight. I also like when people post it on social media. I'm like, what do you want someone to comment? Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats. It's been Congratulations. five months since you started dating someone. Okay. I think that anniversary milestones are kind of weird because it's like, like you said, do you want a prize? Like, no, if you're yeah. not happy, get out of that relationship. No, no, no. But I also am <laughs> like, it just is so antiquated to me because it's like, you asked like asking someone to be your girlfriend or boyfriend or partner or whatever yeah. on a specific day yeah. like that just seems like I'm like, in middle school yeah like, it's like I'm, yeah I remember the day because I remember everything but I don't need to be like it was no. six months to the day <laughs> yeah also can we talk about anniversary captions <laughs> they are always three worse. years with this absolute nut this goofball <laughs> and it's like, like the most boring man yeah. in the world <laughs> Every day is an adventure with you. Like, I'm like, y'all, when not, you guys went to Target together, oh my it God, was not an adventure. Thanks my, for putting up with me. Yes. I'm like, oh, my least favorite brand of ca- captions like that, or any captions there's going to be another, is you're when you're say. just like, I hate this guy. He's the absolute worst. <laughs> Six months with this guy. Like, it's just like, this guy. It's like, this, this guy annoys me every minute of every day. <laughs> Oh my what god. What are you trying If you really wanted to play with some people, I could just, I, there's some people on my mind right now come up right now, and they would probably fit right into these. I'm just like, it's, nobody cares. Nobody cares. No one's gonna be like, wow, you're being a goddamn comedian right yeah. now with that. <laughs> you're so funny by or, saying that you hate your boyfriend. I just, has anyone ever looked at one of those captions that are like, 
hey goofy thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the long walks and um being with me even when I'm mean love you and you're love like oh you. like I've never <laughs> felt like oh. I think post a pic make it interesting do something cool on your anniversary fine I love to see it but yes your captions are can I also just say this was the most embarrassing thing I ever saw it was <laughs> it was a marriage proposal and in the caption she was like oh like it's been a tough three years we've broken up like seven <laughs> times but now we're I getting married and it I was, was like so embarrassing this is embarrassing for you that you've been together for three years you're getting married and you're talking about your seven breakups um like, three years is it's not that long like no it's um, not that long for seven breakups. Maybe no. it was not seven. I'm, I'm exaggerating. But it was more than two. More oh, than two is toxic. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the right way to go about it. I think maybe just saying something nice. Like yes. just an emoji. Something nice, but not like so insider or joke. Cheesy, that, like, or it's the cheesy. It's the hey, yeah. goofy. It's the, <laughs> you, thank you for putting up with me. It's yes. The, yeah. I'm just like, thank you for putting up with me. That's how low your bar is. Yeah. For like, putting up my nuggets. My nuggets. Oh. Oh. The only thing you should ever call nuggets are little bugs. Stop. You always say that. I'm like, look at that little nug. Oh my uh, I still hate it. When I said that, that boy, I could no. rant. I could rant about the word nugget, but that's for another time. That's for um, another time. Any other thoughts about anniversary? I will just say, if you do it, check your life. Check check what's valuable to you. Yeah. Really check where your values and morals are. You can do whatever you want. Just know that we're in our house judging you but that's okay as long as you don't care and you shouldn't because we're irrelevant but just know just know check your comedy yeah, yeah. Check <laughs> your <laughs> here's the thing we're actually comedians so you wouldn't understand check your priorities as well <laughs> yeah if you're hanging out with rob on your nine month and you can't take that night away from the girls i don't know I it's know. fine if you're going on a date but like it's not real. Just don't, so it's not don't real. use it as an excuse. Yeah. yeah. All right. And that's all I have to say. That's all we have to say. Um, it's been a great ep. Um, so great. We'll see you in January 2021. Stop. Stop. <laughs> we'll see you in two we'll weeks. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Maybe we'll do a bonus ep. By that, I mean don't we make up. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe we do it, Grace. Um, we could do a birthday app. <gasps> maybe there's it's a birthday app. But as always, follow us on Instagram at no substance podcast. <laughs> um, send us an email, even though none of us has checked it at no hey, it's on my phone now. So. No substance podcast at gmail.com. Hit us with that like, review, and subscribe. Hey, hey, hey. On Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. Let's say bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye.